So Kelly, what's going on, man? How are things? Oh man, it's great. I'm uh I've been busier than a, a long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Uh, I've got a hybrid refresher coming up. Been prepping for that. So oh, awesome. first time first time doing a class of that type. Hopefully it'll take off and uh, it'll work well. So is that going to be like half online, half in in person, or? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a multidisciplinary hybrid refresher. Uh, going to have a, a bunch of online components and and uh, a short a couple of days of uh, skills and knowledge integration sessions and we're going to do uh, EMT advanced EMT and paramedic all in the same classroom at the same time so interesting interesting so, so let me ask you this and that's yeah. not where we were going to go but since you brought it up we're and you know I, I've said it before and you know we joke about each other and you know uh, you know rib each other but I've said that you're one of the premier educators that we have in our career field and a lot of people respect your uh, you know, your blogs and, and, you know, they come to your standing room only when they go to your classes. So I, I'd really be interested to, to know your thoughts on this as an educator. Now, when you're starting to move into the component, and I know this is your first time, you're starting to move into the component of some, you know, technological uh, virtual classroom. How do you ensure, or, or what do you think the answer would be that you are now going to be able to keep all learning styles involved, i.e., you know, we have a visual learner uh, looking at the screen, but now you've got the verbal, uh, um, you know, the auditory learner. Now you've got the kinesthetic learner. Mm -hmm. And I've always been worried about that as I've developed online curriculum of how am I going to be able to keep the all learning styles engaged? I mean, as you start this process, do you have a thought about that? Yeah, well, what I try to do is is synthesize all three learning styles into as many lessons as I can. Hopefully, every lesson uh, will employ some facet of, you know, AVK learning, uh, uh, or all three facets of AVK learning. Uh, it's not always possible to do that, but that's what we that's what we strive to do. And and I think the main the the main advantage of of hybrid classrooms or the flipped classroom concept is is that students. Uh, get knowledge acquisition by their own preferred methods and at their own pace um, and they they can uh, or students can can acquire that knowledge online or, or in whatever uh, method suits them best uh, and then I work on how to integrate that knowledge into practice in the classroom so um, you know it kind of it, it turns the, the educational paradigm on its ear, but it, it seems to be working for a great many people, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing it. Yeah, and one of the things, do you do um, do you do learning style inventories uh, before you yeah. start class? So you'll know they're... Well, not with not with the refresher that I'm doing, but because uh, um, we, we kind of have to have a, we have a template that we pretty much have to follow, and, and uh, but uh, for our uh, our full initial classes like EMT and advanced EMT classes, we'll be doing that. So it would be interesting to know if you did a learning styles inventory before um, you did this hybrid mm -hmm. or flipped classes. And a lot of people went to flipped classes, and I know a lot of educators are starting to move back to the classroom. But uh, it'd be interesting to know the percentage or the types of learners and how they did with a hybrid component. So yeah, you know. I think I think the main thing is you you have to you can't focus on one to the exclusion of the other. Um, you know you you actually have to be more dynamic an instructor uh, in a flipped classroom because you you've got students um, your your classroom time is at a premium. 
you have to make the absolute most of it. Uh, you don't. No longer do you have a captive audience that you can just drone and on and on and and uh, subject them to death by PowerPoint. So they have to make the most of it. And it and I'm learning that it takes a heck of a lot more prep time uh, to prep for a hybrid classroom than it is uh, a traditional classroom. You know, I can you can hand me a PowerPoint lecture and a and a uh, remote control, and I can uh, I can wing it 99.9 percent .9 of the time and and deliver a good lecture. Uh, but to do it in a in a flipped classroom where I'm not focusing on on all the minutia, uh, more on application of the knowledge they've already obtained, it's a little harder to do. Yeah, it is. And I think that one of the things that you have available to you as well is it's not just the lecture, but there could be little vignettes of podcasts that go with it to say... There are. Yeah. So if you don't understand this, go ahead and listen to this. If you don't understand this or, or you know, just some added information. And I kind of like the online uh, model, of course, as, as we start to move forward, everything's online and I can't get used to reading yet online. I, I still have to print stuff out to read it. I guess that's just being old and needing to see it. But um, I kind of like the online learning, so I'd be interested to know. Maybe we can talk about it as it goes and, and some of those learning less, uh, lessons learned as you go forward. Uh, this might be a good show at the end. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I may just drag the class into a podcast studio one day, and we'll, we'll do a live, live recording from a class. Yeah, that'd be awesome. No, man, we get them students on and hear what their mm -hmm. opinions are, and, and, and let's see if we can uh, yeah. make it entertaining for the listeners. But yeah. I know we got some news, man, so why don't you go ahead and jump into that? 